Wirral Wave. It's a finally Friday. Another chapter in the history of electronic radio communications begins. Morgan Beer Show 73. And this week we start a three-week special with four beers from the Emerald Isle, the beautiful island of Ireland, and then four next week, and four the week after. Huh? What the hell was that? Oh my God, we've been blessed. That was the beer leprechaun. I think the show's going to be great. Let's get it started. Coming up on this week's beer show. We have beers from Blacks, Hallway Bay, White Hag, and Baker Greens. Hey guys, right, so, this is Ireland. This box of beer was delivered on St Patrick's Day last year. The 17th of March 2020 have had this box since. I introduced Paul to Beer 52 on this one, and he quite enjoyed the beers out of this box, so I'm looking forward to enjoying the beers out of this box as well. And as a bonus, I ordered an additional three beers. Three of the extra ones that didn't come in my box, as I get the mixed box, there's a light box, a dark box, and a mixed box. I get the mixed box, I got... Another three of the lights that weren't included in my box. If you remember a little while ago, I brought you a review of Brewdog Barnard Castle Eyesight Test. Well, I bought that beer from a company called Honest Brew, and I had to throw in a load more beers to make up a decent beer order to get something from them. So there was an Irish beer in that selection as well, so we've got that one as well at the end of our final week. So there's 12 beers over three weeks from Ireland. For St. Patrick's Day, I thought I'd do a three-week special for St. Patrick's Day. As it's the beginning of March now. So as we're back to the Beer 52 boxes, we're back to the Ferment magazine. This comes from Ferment magazine number 50. What does Beer 52's Richard Crowsdale have to say on Ireland? Editor's note. We celebrate a beautiful milestone this month. Ferment's 50th issue. We celebrate it by drinking a ton of great beer. Though since that's what we do every month anyway, you'd be forgiven for not spotting it. This month's Beer 52 box comes from the Island of Ireland. So that's basically all you need out of the editor's note. The Island of Ireland, written by Richard Crowstow. Beer across the island of Ireland has come a long way in a very short time, producing some of Europe's best craft breweries and a market full of thirsty and adventurous beer lovers. This has been against some tough circumstances on both sides of the border, with somewhat archaic licensing laws making it tricky or impossible to sell directly to drinkers. Though this is lessened now somewhat in the Republic of Ireland, Perhaps even more pressing, though, is the strength of pubs' ties to giant drinks companies, particularly Heineken and the ubiquitous Guinness, owned by Diego, which makes it very tricky to establish permanent craft beer lines. In Northern Ireland, Boundary Brewing founder Matthew explained to me that this homogeny began during the Troubles, when banks refused the risk of lending to pubs, and drinks companies stepped in with ready cash in exchange for restrictive 50-year contracts. Although these contracts are now coming up for renewal, most landlords sign back on without question, and truly independent pubs, such as Belfast Sunflower, are a rarity. It isn't all bad news for brewers, though. Adversity has created a craft community with a real sense of cohesion. They're all close friends and mutually supportive of each other's efforts. Not being able to rely on their domestic market also makes them unusually outward-looking. Even the smallest brewers have a good handle on export and are prolific international collaborators, travelling the world to increase their knowledge and spread the word about Irish beer. Given Ireland's distilling heritage, it's unsurprising that barrel aging is a big feature of many breweries' lineup. Indeed, many have their own cup pot still tucked away in a corner of the brew house, turning out some excellent gins, whiskies, and even rums. But there's also a full spectrum of styles to be found here, from wild fermented sours to juicy US-style IPAs, as good as you'll find anywhere else in the world. We're excited you can join us on our Irish adventure. Maximum music variety. Um, we're away. Monday is International Women's Day. 
And on International Women's Day, there's lots and lots and lots of stupid people who say, when's International Men's Day? You've just missed it. International Men's Day is the 19th of November. But we're talking International Women's Day. Day when we celebrate women and the achievements of women. So I thought for the first few songs on this show, I'd bring you some of the songs by female artists I've brought you for my album of the month over the last six months. Because I've been planning on doing something to celebrate six months of Artists of the Month. And to start with, we're going back to October. A young singer-songwriter from a town I know very well, very close to where I grew up in Lincolnshire. She's from Grantham in Lincolnshire. She's just turned 21. She was 21 on the 17th of December. She's a singer who also plays guitar and piano. Her name is Holly Humberstone. As of April 2019, she's studying at the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts. She cites Damien Rice, Ben Howard, Phoebe Bridges and Haim as her musical inspirations. She considers Damien Rice's debut album, O, to be her first favourite album. She performed at the Glastonbury Festival in 2019 on the BBC Introducing Stage. Her debut single, Deep End, was released on the 30th of January 2020. Her second single, Falling Asleep at the Wheel, which her EP takes its title from, was released on the 19th of March, so almost a year ago, and her third single, Overkill, on the 26th of June. The EP for Falling Asleep at the Wheel was released on the 14th of August. In 2020, she was recognised by Vivo Discover as an artist to watch for 2021, and has recently done a set for The Late Show with James Corden. I almost said David Letterman there, that shows how old I am. So here it is, that second single from Holly Humberstone, and the first one I brought to you all the way back in June of last year. This is Falling Asleep at the Wheel. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. Oh, you never smoked this much before we met. Light up, light up another cigarette. I can tell you're drinking only to forget. Don't know how I got you in such a mess. How am I supposed to be your ray of light, your ray of light? I get dark sometimes. Does it pass you by? I should be your ray of light, your ray of light. But I'm falling, falling asleep at the wheel. Guess I forgot how to feel. Just for a second you're talking, but I'm just pretending you have my attention. I'm falling, falling asleep at the wheel. I made you think it was real If you think we're strong enough Come on and wake me up You never looked this tense before we met Back up, back when we were so innocent All this emotion that we're buried in Tied up, fired up on this adrenaline How am I supposed to be your ray of light? What a perfect night I should be your ray of light Your ray of light But that's not me And I'm falling Falling asleep at the wheel Guess I forgot how to feel Just for a second you're talking But I'm just pretending you have my attention I'm falling Falling asleep at the wheel If you think we're strong enough, come on and wake me up, wake me up. Come on and wake me up, come on and wake me up. If you think we're strong enough, wake me up. And I'm falling, falling asleep at the wheel. Guess I forgot how to feel Just for a second you're talking But I'm just pretending you have my attention I'm falling Falling asleep at the wheel I made you think it was real If you think we're strong enough Come on and wake me up Wake me up Wake me up Wake me up, wake me up 
Our first beer from Ireland comes from Blacks. Here's what Richard Crowsdale wrote about them. Blacks of Kinsale. Richard Crowsdale returns to Kinsale after two years to find the inimitable Sam Black up to his neck in whiskey and weed. I first visited Blacks a couple of years ago and it remains one of my favourite brewery locations in the world. The village of Kinsale on the south coast of Ireland is everything you'd hope it would be and sipping a fresh black stout in front of an open fire in the Greyhound pub is one of those beery memories that stays with you forever. I'm happy to discover that founder Sam Black is just as friendly and laid back as I remember and we quickly set about catching up on everything that's happened over the past 24 months. On the beer side, Black continues to go from strength to strength, particularly in export, with growing sales in France and Italy. As well as its hugely popular core range, Sam is still fascinated with unusual extracts, and last year brewed three beers with marijuana terpenes, the chemicals that give cannabis its distinctive smell, OD Kush, Pineapple Express and Lemon Haze. He also brews his thousandth batch, marking the milestone with a special 10% triple IPA, infused with a special hop oil. Sam says, I met this guy a few years ago, Tom from the Glacier Hop Ranch in America, at the Craft Brewers Conference over there. He had a tiny bottle of experimental hop oil that they were developing at the time. He'd go around with a toothpick, dropping tiny drops of this oil into people's beer, and you'd get this amazing explosion of fresh hop aroma. I carried on talking to him on and off, and met him again in an event in Dublin, where he showed me the fully finished product and we agreed to work together. I've been tasting a few cans off the line and obviously at 10% it's going to have quite a lot of body anyway. And then with the hop oil it really coats your mouth. It's got an amazing fresh bag of hop flavour and aroma. It was a hoppy beer to start with and adding this in the bright tank really added another level. There's now a core of dedicated beer lovers in Ireland who appreciate this kind of innovation and won't shy away from a massively hoppy 10% beer. But Sam points out that, particularly in a small domestic market, breweries must strike a balance between progressing as a brewer and selling enough volume. It's one of those exotic beers that's going to get the attention, the ones with the unusual ingredients or extreme hop character. But the vast majority of people are still quietly drinking a pale ale, IPA, lager or stout at around 5% ABV. But I wouldn't do this if I had to stop doing things like playing with terpenes. Because that's where you really learn, and that knowledge helps you make better beers across the board. If you're just doing the same things over and over again, you fall into a rut, and that's bad for everyone. Whirl Wave Web Radio. One big change from the last time I was here is that shipping container tasting room in the corner of the brewery has gone, replaced by a gleaming copper pot still. The spirit side of Blacks has really taken off, and Sam has added some pretty serious whiskey business onto his already existing lines of gin and rum. This has been a really interesting journey and is where we've seen the most growth in the last year, says Sam. The international market for Irish whiskey is huge, particularly in places like the US and Singapore. Despite having to wait five years for the first whiskey to mature, interest has been so strong that Sam has launched the Founders Club, offering a chance to buy a cask from the first year's production. Club members can choose the size and type of barrel being filled, bourbon, port, sherry or wine. And, at the end of the five years, choose to either bottle their spirit, leave it to mature for longer, or sell it back to Blacks. We have 500 casts available and around 250 have already been filled, says Sam. Members are also invited to a party in Kinsale every year, with special events like sailing and golfing. The whisky will appreciate in value as it matures, so a lot of people are looking at it as a long-term investment. With the added bonus of five years of partying in Kinsale, so far it's appealed to a lot of people who are interested in beer and whiskey. It's great to see so many people getting behind it. The growing spirits business also creates opportunities on the beer side, as Sam suddenly has a lot of barrels to experiment with. We're definitely looking at doing barrel aging crossovers down the line, he continues. Some of the beers we put into barrel have quite an extreme flavour profile, so we can then use those barrels again for whiskey, that will have some carryover from the beer. So, if an IPA has an extremely lemony flavour, that's something we want to see in the whisky. We can bring those characteristics over. We did something similar with another distillery once, and the whisky was good. But now we're trying to ramp up the influence of beer in the finished spirit. It always tastes like whisky, but if you can get a little bit of twist or aroma, then that's great. All this activity has overtaken Sam's plan for a bar of his own. But I'm now pleased to hear that the brewery tour now takes a very similar shape to my last visit in 2018. 
Guests are shown around the brewery and distillery with a detailed talk through of some philosophy and methods before heading down into Kinsale to endure some of his fresh points in the pub. I've always been a firm believer that your environment and company plays a huge role in your appreciation of beer. And on this basis, I guarantee this will become one of your most memorable points too. Hey guys, welcome to another week of beer reviews here on the Beer Show and We're Alive. This week I have a beer for you. Yeah, I do have a beer for you. I have a box of beer for you. We're starting a three-week special on my preparation for St. Patrick's Day. We have a three-week special on beers from Ireland. My first beer up comes from Black's Brewery, which is from Munster. Black's Brewery escapes the mundane of the mass market, producing beer with passion, personality and lots of hugs. A showcase of mosaic hops in this American-style IPA. This one has a bird on it. So Black's Brewery, Mosaic IPA. It's a multicoloured stack of squares going from red to orange to yellow to green to blue. Honestly, that reminds me of a carpet in a department store when I used to live in Peterborough. Yeah, that thing's seriously fucked with your head. Well, I've got my Beer 52 Sunfest 3 glass for this one. There's no use-by on it. I'm assuming it's close to its use-by. Most of these are. I can't find a use-by on this one. It's probably printed on the bottle and rubbed off. Right, as always for my bottles, my De Heide Brewerier's bottle opener from the Netherlands. Oh, wrong way up. Right, let's get this out into my glass and see what I think of it. This box of beer was delivered on St. Patrick's Day last year. So I've had these a while. And they're only just going out of date. I'll pick that up in a sec. There we go. Wow, look at that. That is a nice dark golden bordering on light amber colour. Very, very opaque, very hazy. Half finger foamy white head. Lots and lots of carbonation, lots of bubbles. Now that head is completely dissipated now. Cheers, guys. Mmm, smells juicy, piney. Just what it says on the bottle. Mmm. Oh, that's quite nice. Yeah, I like that. Got a bit of a bitter bite to it, but yeah, that's not bad. That it's got a dark, malty, fruity characteristic to it. A little bit of dryness on the back end, a bit weird, but yeah, quite nice. Could do with a bit more of that juicy note coming through for me, but I'll give that a 3.7 out of 5. Not bad at all. That and that would probably be really, really nice on a hot day. Not when he's playing a hoolie out there. No, that's a Scottish term, isn't it? Not an Irish. We're on wave. Enough chatter. Music starts now. You're good at crosswords. That's gotta count for something. A face like August is warm, but I don't trust it. And on a good day like today, I'd keep busy. No, I'm doomed to loving you. A fish out of water. You talk with all your friends about something important I smile and half understand it But they're all pretentious And you're sincere Way beyond your years You make me want to be better I wonder can I just steal a bit of your treasure I'd lay a while and you could talk about the way I'm just too in love to see how bad it is You're a bad driver I always close my eyes but I can't criticize you I keep quiet and hold on tighter And for a hopeless hypocrite You're easy to forgive
You make me wanna be better. I wonder, can I just steal a bit of your treasure? I'd lay a while and you could talk about the weather. Cause I'm just too in love to see how bad it is. That was a song by a young artist from London I've played a few times, but I don't think I've ever actually featured this album of the month because. She hasn't actually released an album yet. Her name is Olivia Dean. Here's what I said about her previously. Born and bred in Walthamstow, Olivia Dean caught the eye of London record label AMF with her first ever release, Reason to Stay, which she uploaded to Spotify and Soundcloud where it quickly gained hundreds of thousands of streams. Olivia is hotly set for the year ahead. This week alone being named as New Artist of the Week on Apple with Password Change. Password Change also being added to BBC Radio 1's BBC Introducing playlist. Since the release of Password Change, she's gained fans like The Fader, Wonderland, Clash, Line of Best Fit and more. Her debut EP, OK Love You, Bye, is now out on AMF Records. So that was what I said about her all the way back at the beginning of the year. Back in March, in fact, that was the description of her Spotify profile. And that was Crosswords. You're listening to Wirral Wave. Wirral Wave Web Radio. Next up, we have a young singer-songwriter from Liverpool. This is Maddie Stenberg with Ghosts and Girls. <laughs>
Galway Bay Brewery, going from strength to strength. Galway Bay Brewery started life when friends Jason and Niall got fed up with the beer scene in Ireland and decided to do something about it. In 2009 they opened one of Ireland's only brew pubs, the Oslo Bar in Salt Hill, Galway, a seaside town on the west coast of Ireland. From a pretty simple brew kit they produced two beers that went straight from the conditioning tank to the tap. Over ten years and three years later, Galway Bay's new home in Oranmore, just outside Galway, gives us the space, light and freedom to expand and experiment. With the core range of seven beers and monthly releases from sours to big barrel aged beers, we brew the full spectrum of beers. It's been some journey over the last ten years and we're so looking forward to what the next ten will bring. Big thanks, Tom Delaney, head brewer, and James O'Connell, founder. They export to the UK, France, Italy, Poland, Spain, Portugal and the Netherlands. So that's the brewery. What was the beer? Let's find out. This beer was called Buried at Sea. Decadent and complex while remaining wholly refreshing and drinkable. This 4.5% stout is brewed with milk sugars and chocolate to give rich flavours and body that go down smoothly. Ten different malts make up this session strength flavourful stout. Big coffee and chocolate with a kiss of roast all tied together with a beautiful sweet finish from the layered crystal malts and milk sugar. While dark and decadent, this beer finds balance and subtlety in its lightness and drinkability. Buried at Sea is great alongside glazed meats, yet finds its perfect partners in rich chocolate desserts. It contains oats, Munich malt, chocolate malt, crystal malt and roasted barley, as well as magnum and cascade hops. Hey guys, welcome back. We are heading back over the Irish Sea, this time to Galway. This is the Galway Bay Brewery, buried at sea at Milk Stout. It comes with a 330ml can, it's an orange can design with like a black sun and lots of fishy. This one has a use by of 11th of the 2nd, 21. Last Thursday, got my very side press four glass this time. Buried at sea, Milk Stout. What does them tap to have to say on this one? Buried at sea is the current rotational. Brewed with milk sugars and chocolate, this smooth and complex yet surprisingly light brew is great for people looking for something different in a stout. Come to 330ml can, there we go. Three, two, one. See what it's like to get buried at sea. Whoa, that's completely fizzed up over the top. And yes, I am aiming that so it drops in the glass. There we go, look at the colour of that. That looks good. That's a good colour. Nice black beer. It's got a one, two and a half finger tan head. Ooh, smells of chocolate orange. Cheers, guys. Mmm, it's not bad. A bit bitter. When you said milk and chocolate, I was expecting something a little bit sweeter than that. There's not much of a sweetness of that. It's quite got quite a chocolate bitterness to it. Do being a bit sweeter for me. And it's a little thin on the back end. What's the ABV? Four and a half. Not bad. You obviously can't get this again because I got this last March. It's quite bitter. A little bit of a sweetness, but... Very, very bitter, like bitter chocolate. It's smooth in the milk. I don't know what to make of that. I'm going to give that a 3.6 out of 5. Not bad. Not really my thing, but not too bad. I like my milk stouts a little bit sweeter than that, but not bad. Glad I tried it. Born in the Philippines and raised in London, B. Christie has been recording music under the stage name of Biba Doobie since 2017. At 20 years old, Biba Doobie has built her huge, dedicated Generation Z fanbase with her flawless output of conversational bedroom pop songs and DIY aesthetic. Her first track, Coffee, gathered hundreds of thousands of streams in a matter of days through a fan uploaded video. So basically somebody heard the song, found a few pictures of her, put the music to the video and uploaded it to YouTube. That's how these things generally work, when it says fan uploaded stuff. Since then her songs have amassed millions of streams between her own self-released recordings and her three EPs on independent London label Dirty Hit, Pitched Up, Love Worm and Space Cadet. She's been championed by BBC Radio 1, Rolling Stone, Vogue, Dazed, The Fader, ID, Pigeons and Planes, Noisy, NME, Time Out, Paper, Nylon, The New Yorker and The Guardian among others. And now me. In 2019 B was nominated for both the Brit Awards Rising Star and the BBC Sound of 2020. Her debut album Fake It Flowers was released on the 16th of October. Off November's album of the month, this is called Together. We're a wave. Oh. 
Here comes the music.
That was Nottingham rock band Does December Fools with their latest single Touch off their forthcoming album Happier. As December Fools with January's album of the month. Sounding like a cross between Paramore and Blink 182, As December Fools are a post-punk rock band formed in Nottingham in the UK in 2014. The band currently consists of vocalist Bethany Curtis, lead guitarist and backing vocalist Andy Hunter, bassist Timmy Francis and drummer Lucas James. Tibby Francis reached out to each member of the band individually when he had an idea of starting a band. We're a wave, your local community station with a difference. My penultimate beer tonight comes from a brewery I brought you just a few weeks ago, back on Beer Show 69. A brewery from County Sligo, in the town of Ballymote, just outside Sligo. About two minutes walk from Ballymote train station. This is the White Hag. Here's what they say about themselves on their website. We are a modern independent craft brewery from Sligo on Ireland's wild Atlantic way. We brew innovative groundbreaking beers inspired by ancient and classic styles. We set out to make interesting and innovative beers with a nod towards ancient and classic beer styles that were common in our hinterland for generations. While we are known for our award-winning stout range and stellar set of IPAs that make up most of our core range, our sour programme is emerging as probably our point of differentiation. The Puka range, in particular, has captured the imagination of the beer consumer who wants a tart, effervescent, mixed fermentation sour beer. It is supported by a heather sour, apple sour, and a few of the special and collaboration sours we've made along the way. We also collaborate with many of our peers in the industry and have made beers with breweries from across the world that have been truly groundbreaking for us. We're all wave. Web radio. About the team. We came together in late 2013 with the ambition of building an innovative and ambitious brewery here in Sligo. We are an eclectic team with several skill sets and backgrounds from across two continents combining to create the White Hag, Sligo's first brewery in over a hundred years. The team that brought the brewery to fruition was assembled from a purposeful process of bringing together the necessary skills to set up and run a professional craft brewery and encompass a broad range of skills, interests and passions. The founding team have gradually joined the workforce as the brewery has evolved and grown. The wider team. Our team is growing all the time and we're lucky to have a diverse range of skill sets and backgrounds that combine to create a brilliant brewery team. While our role is primary production and sales of the beer here at the brewery, the team get to go out to events as much as possible to meet our trade punters and see where everyone else is at. Special Brew. We are also home to a unique crowdfunded barrel aging programme of over 40,000 litres of specially brewed beer on oak. In 2016 we set about developing an ambitious beer barrel aging programme with a little help from our friends. So we launched the White Hag Adopt a Barrel crowdfunding campaign. Our initial target of 100 barrels was far exceeded and now our unique facility boasts almost 300 beautiful oak barrels. We have aged dozens of beers in hundreds of barrels, previously housing bourbon, scotch and Irish spirits, as well as European wines and sherries. Many of the bottles born from this initiative have become collector's items, taking pride of place in the cellars of beer aficionados across the globe. While the beer barrel aging continues, we are also working on a very exciting next phase. We will be sharing some details soon of how our friends, family and fans can once again get involved in bringing more great liquid to the world. Events We not only know how to brew great beer, we also know how to celebrate it with it too. And we throw one hell of a party. Our Hagstravaganza International Brewery Festival is quickly becoming a must-attend event, with 23 taps and 90 plus beers brought by breweries from all around the world. We do not yet have a tap room and do not open for tours, but we do have occasional events that you can learn about by following us on our social media channels. So that's a little about the White Hag. What beer did I have from them? This beer was called Atlantean. Came in at 5.4%. Our Atlantean beer is inspired by mythological sea journeys that took curious adventures beyond the ninth wave in search of magical other worlds and the secret treasures they held. For this IPA, our inspirations travel back from the other lands of New England across the cloudy foam of the Atlantic. In this creamy, cloudy IPA, we use copious amounts of American hops to add a big, juicy fruit punch. 
Oats and lactose add a rich creaminess that subdues the bitterness, making this beer similar to a hop shake. Drink this beer as fresh as possible when the alpha and beta oils from the hops are at their most powerful. New England IPAs are beers that are purposefully hazy or cloudy, which can give these brews a smooth, creamy mouthfeel with little to no hop bitterness at the end, using hops that impact a tropical, juicy sweetness rather than the classic bitterness. Well, I've definitely broken that rule, haven't I? Drink as fresh as possible. This is over a year old. All of these beers this week, as I've said previously, but I'll give you a reminder, all of these beers... Although we're in date, or had just gone out of date, as I was reviewing them in February, came in my box of beer that arrived on St. Patrick's Day last year. So this is Atlantean, as in somebody from the lost city of Atlantis. Tonight I have a beer from the White Hag Irish Brewing Company in County Sligo, in Ballyboat, which is just outside Sligo. It's a great brewery, I've had loads of beer from them before, from Beer 52. And in bars in Manchester and Sheffield. I think I've had them in Liverpool, but I've had them in Manchester and Sheffield. I might have had them in Dead Crafty, actually. can't remember. White Hag Atlantean. It's 5.4%. There's the can. It's a really cool can. It's just a red and dark blue and light blue wavy lines. Let's get set into my glass. I've got Cyberfest 2 for tonight. Let's see what I think of it. Here we go. 3, 2, 1. Oh, wow, that's completely foamed over the top. Completely enveloping the rim and the key tab. Right, that should be enough. Look at that, that is a hazy, light golden colour with a one, two, three, four finger foamy white head. Mmm, oh, smells juicy and sweet. Yep, it's got all the flavours it said it had. So it's Atlantean, as in from Atlantis. Cheers, guys. Beer from Atlantis. Mmm, oh that's quite nice, nice sweet, juicy fruity. Mmm, oh I like that, that's another good beer from White Hag that is. Oh that's really nice, even though it was brewed probably about a year ago. That's kept its freshness, nice juicy fruity, tropical like it says. Yeah, really enjoying that. I'm giving that a 4 out of 5, that is absolutely delicious. Coming up, our featured album of the week. That beer from White Hag is the perfect lead-in to our new album of the month. Let's find out what it is. Last month's start of the month was a band who were a throwback to stadium-filling 80s synth bands. This month's start of the month, we go back a decade further. A band who were a tribute to 70s stadium rock bands. March's artist of the month is a band called Cats in Space. They build themselves as the most original classic rock band since the 1970s. Cats in Space have caused quite a stir since landing in 2015. With their unique sounds, they will transport you back to the days of 1970s classic rock. Thick loud guitars, walls of soaring multi-tracked vocal harmonies, grandiose pianos, and huge singable choruses. It's perfect. Touring with the legendary rock giants Deep Purple, Status Quo and Thunder, playing UK arenas, plus Hyde Park with Phil Collins and Blondie, the Cats have gained an ever-growing army of faithful fans gaining incredible live interviews along the way. From humble beginnings to Hammersmith Odeon, Hyde Park and the London O2 Arena, it's just part of an amazing journey for the Cats so far. They've released two critically acclaimed albums, Too Many Gods in 2015 and Scarecrow in 2017, which made the UK National Top 30 chart and was voted in the Top 10 in the Planet Rock Album Review of 2017. Reviews worldwide were nothing short of astounding. Breathtaking, as one reviewer put it. A storming live album, Cats Alive, in 2018, was then released to document the magnificent live performance the band delivered at the Cardiff Motorpoint Arena, thus cementing the Cats as forerunners in the UK rock scene. So, in 2019, they invited you to join them on a day trip to Narnia, an album crammed with even more outrageousness than all their predecessors combined. Crammed with incredible artwork and extras, it's special. Very. A huge, epic long player features singles Thunder in the Night and Johnny Rocket, plus soon-to-be power-pop classics like Hologram Man, and featuring the acoustic power ballad Chasing Diamonds, with vocals reaching out to the stars. At the centre of Narnia, you see the conceptual 27-minute epic that is the story of Johnny Rocket. Six songs making up a space-travelling masterpiece, turning from rock to disco to heart-wrenching balladry in one flight. A bold, huge musical move that only these cats can pull off in this day and age of musical blandness. 
2019 featured the spring headline tour, The Tour of Narnia Part 1. The band went on to play the London Palladium, host three sold-out Acousticat VIP evenings, and onwards for Christmas in Narnia Part 2 tour, with dates in the UK and Germany culminating in an EP featuring a Christmas radio single. My Kind of Christmas was a cheeky, warmed heart 1970s tingle load to Christmas, with a supporting Dickensian-style video filmed in Wells Cathedral. CIS called in their production team, including all the necessary supporting actors, as well as many cat fans who eagerly signed up to appear in the authentic Top of the Pop scenes filmed at Bath University Film Studios. The year 2020 has arrived. The saddest year on the planet with COVID-19. The cats decided to boldly go forth and help bring much-needed musical relief. They battened down the starship hatches and submerged to explore the depth of the ocean, hoping to find inspiration for their eagerly anticipated winter release, Atlantis, the fourth studio album by Cats in Space. It's a vinyl journey that will leave you breathless, so strap yourselves in as we take you out of this world. And March's album of the month is Atlantis. Let's see what Cats in Space have to offer. As we've just had a beer called Atlantean, I couldn't pass up the chance to do this song. Honestly, I was going to play a different track from Cats in Space this week, but I decided to do this one. I was going to play this one in three weeks' time as the final track from the album, but we'll make it the first one. This is the title track, and the last track on the album, Atlantis. Wirral Wave. Now, here comes the music. Broken as I gaze into the ocean, it makes me question our eternity. Dive down, the glitter falls beneath the surface As I sink into this deepest mystery Is it real? Does it matter? If it's rust or if it's gold We may not always value what we see Is it real? Does it matter? If I'm young or if I'm old Wish everything was how it used to be Down here, there's a city that is waiting Don't stay out there She'll cut you like a knife Come now There's a Shangri-La that's calling A water world of everlasting life Is it real? Does it matter? If it glitters, is it gold? We may not always value what we see Everything was how it used to 
Our final beer for this week comes from 8 Degrees Brewing, about 33 miles or 54 kilometres north of Cork in the Republic of Ireland. An award-winning Irish microbrewery renowned for its innovation and experimentation. 8 Degrees was established at the foot of the majestic Gulti Mountains by Kiwi Scott and Aussie Cam, who were lured to Ireland by two Irish Callans. The crew at 8 Degrees Brewing are passionate about producing exciting and adventurous beers using only natural ingredients. Salant, which I'm going to assume is the Gaelic for cheers. Meet our founders. Our founders have achieved something special. Yes, they do make exciting and adventurous beers using only natural ingredients, but, even more remarkable than that, they are unique examples of a Kiwi and Aussie working together in semi-harmony. Well, apart from the odd sporting difference... Both Kiwi Scott and Aussie Cam learned how to make full-flavoured beers as homebrewers and then studied how to make these beers consistently at Versus und Lachernstalt für Brauerei VLB, in Berlin. Meet our brewery. In late 2018, 8 Degrees completed an ambitious brewery expansion in Michaelstown, installing a state-of-the-art 60 hectolitre Casper Schultz brew house to facilitate their constant drive to deliver the best quality beer in Ireland. The brewery also offers 8 Degrees tremendous scope to rapidly expand domestic and international sales, with the largest craft brewery production facility in the country. This was the first of three beers from 8 Degrees Brewing. It was called Knock Mill Down, a dry Irish stout. 5% ABV version superseded in 2020 by Knock Mill Down 2020 onwards, so this was probably the last of this particular recipe of Knock Meal Down. This was Knock Meal Down 2011-2020, it's listed down on untaps. Like tackling the Knock Meal Downs in a blizzard, this beer is not for wimps. Our evolution of the traditional Irish stout, it resembles a Victorian-era Irish porter and provides complex dark malt characteristics with distinctive espresso flavours. Without the weight of a stout, the porter is well-rounded with mellow English hops. Let's see what I made of it. So it comes from the Munster region of Ireland. This is 8 Degrees Brewing Knock Meal Down Irish Stout. Why the name? Ireland is located at 8 degrees west longitude, which, as it happens, is also the perfect temperature for serving this beer. So that's the bottle. It's a green label with white writing. There's your bottle cap. That's kind of cool. I'm going to keep the bottle cap, I think. As always, I've made a hydro brewery as a bottle opener from the Netherlands for my bottles. And my beer for two Sidefest 3 glass this time. Right, let's get this out into my glass and see what I think of it. It's a stout, brewed more like a porter, that's interesting. There we go, three, two, one. Comes off easily. Oh wow, I can smell that chocolate. There we go, wow. That pour's completely flat, almost completely flat. It's got like a quarter finger foamy tan head. Mmm, oh that smells good. I'm not usually into Irish stouts because Irish stouts are usually dry, but this smells really good. Cheers, guys. Mmm. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice, sweet... I'd say that's... It says it's more porter than stout, even though they called it a stout, but... Yeah. Nice, sweet stout. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I'm going to enjoy finishing that. And this beer has a use by 20th of the 4th, 21. Yeah, that's really nice. I'm going to do that 4 out of 5. That's nice, I like that. So I don't really like Irish stouts, but that's a less traditional Irish stout. Creamy, chocolatey. After a brewery that is a collaboration between an Aussie and a Kiwi, the only place I can go is to a band This is a collaboration between an Aussie and a Kiwi. It's only natural our last song this week comes from Crowded House.
my 